From Confusion to Clarity, Tackling the I Don't Know Syndrome. Welcome to Episode 63. Hi, I'm Clarinda, and you are listening to the Feel Light Mind and Body Podcast, created for women like you. Women who are experiencing success in so many areas of life, but are struggling with weight loss, stress eating, and decreased energy. Losing weight can feel hard, heavy, and restrictive. That's why every week I will be offering you a different perspective, tips, encouragement, and a unique approach so that you can feel lighter in your mind and body rather than feeling deprived, frustrated, or discouraged. What if you could feel free yet in control around food for the rest of your life? What if you could enjoy your experience of losing weight and getting healthier? You absolutely can. You're in the right place. Take this time for yourself and let's dive in. Today, let's talk about the two worst seemingly innocent statements that keep us confused and stuck. Well, okay, depending on your perspective, they might not be the worst ones, as statements like, I don't care, or I give up, are more obvious. But let's look at why and how the following two opposite statements can keep us stuck. The first one is, I don't know. As long as we say, I don't know, shrug our shoulders and stay in confusion, nothing will change. We'll stay stuck. My new Feel Light Mind and Body course members just heard me say that they weren't allowed to answer with, I don't know. Well, they can, but I'll follow it up with, if you were to know, or take a guess at why that might be. That's when the brain will kick in and go to work to find a solution. So many clients are surprised at the possibilities revealed to them that weren't available in their minds from an I don't know assumption. From there, we can look at the options and see what's most feasible and beneficial for them to think, feel, or do for their very next step, big or small. It gets the momentum going. Saying I don't know why or I don't know how can justify our inaction. It's a protective mechanism. There's always a fear of doing something new. So if you hear yourself saying, I'm just a scaredy cat. No, you're simply a human being. But you can also feel the fear and do it anyway. I've had a lot of personal experience in that. And I'm not sure if it ever gets easier. But my determination and faith that it will be worth it has strengthened for sure. Maybe you haven't had much experience yet in acknowledging and then working through that emotion enough so that you can take action when invited to step into something new, a new experience, a new relationship, a new way of thinking, a new job, or a new investment for your health or wealth. For some, even the fear of the unknown and lurking dangers keeps them from traveling out of their comfort zone. Feeling that initial fear is a primal response from our brains to keep us safe and comfortable. The amygdala, our survival brain, is once again just doing its job, but it keeps our lives small. I'm not saying one way is better than the other. That's a decision only you can know and make. My dad lived a great life and in his last years would say over and over again how grateful he was for such a blessed life. His only regret was that he worked so much, although he would chuckle and say, but I love coming home from work and having the farm chores to help me unwind. 
He loved his sweetheart, which was my mom, family, and his intimate relationship with Jesus, friends, and neighbors from a generous and loving big heart. But he lived a safe and pretty predictable life. He was happy with his small circle. He loved nature and was very knowledgeable when it came to animals, trees, and crops. And he could fix anything. But otherwise, he wasn't curious about the rest of the world. Well, except when it came time for an election. He couldn't understand why mom loved to consume every word in the newest set of encyclopedias. Is anyone old enough to remember them? Now that we have Google at our fingertips, it's crazy to think that encyclopedias and libraries were where we got our information for most book reports and simply learning about the world. Dad never flew other than going up in his cousin's small aircraft. He had no desire to see the world. He believed he lived in the best part of the world and was satisfied with staying put. I can respect and admire his decision because he was at peace with it. But I guess I got my desire to learn and grow from my mom. She definitely has a growth mindset. Even now with dementia, she collects the National Geographic magazines from the day room and mulls through them over and over as she doesn't remember what she read a minute ago, but can fully understand and be delighted with it in the moment. Dad would fall more in the fixed mindset category. Okay, I took you on a little trip down memory lane. So let's come back to the innocent thought or statement, I don't know. If you want anything to change that you're not satisfied with, then you need to find the answer within or work with someone who can help you find that answer. I reassured those who could attend the group coaching session this week that there may be some questions on their Fuel Light Mind and Body worksheets that they'll initially leave blank. I encouraged them to watch the accompanying short video again and then revisit the question, even saying, I wonder what that would be for me. Then notice what pops up or let it marinate and see what your brain will discover. As you've probably heard in past podcast outros, Knowledge without application won't give you the results you want. That's why I have worksheets to help them integrate what they're learning, and then they can bring anything they feel stuck on to the coaching call. I can help them unwind what's in the back of their mind or give them a new perspective or belief for them to try on to see if it fits and feels true for them. If it doesn't, we try on another and another until that, aha, that's it, happens. It's fascinating and freeing the momentum that one shift in our thinking can make in our lives from that moment onward. Instead of simply saying no and staying stuck, I teach you how to tap into the higher part of your brain, the prefrontal cortex, to explore what your answer might be. For example, one of the ways that opens you up to exploring the question why is simply rephrasing it to, if I were to guess, what would it be? That doesn't feel so intimidating for the perfectionist part of us that doesn't want to get it wrong. Saying, I don't know, closes us off from increasing our self-awareness and having a stronger relationship with ourselves. Saying, I don't know, stunts our growth. It limits us to new possibilities that could bring more ease, satisfaction, and happiness into our days. Saying, I don't know, gives us a temporary relief of not having to expend any mental energy figuring it out, but the continual mental fatigue from this problem will remain. Saying, I don't know, keeps us from having to make any changes, 
we can stay the same and not have to take any new action steps. So basically, we can remain miserable in our stuckness, feelings of defeat, or state of mediocrity. So this is a great add-on to last week's episode on not settling. Let's pause for a moment. Where are you feeling discomfort or dissatisfaction in your life right now? It could be a relationship with others or yourself. It could be your pants or skirt that feels too tight. Maybe you're exhausted from nights of disruptive sleep and racing thoughts. What is it for you? Take a deep breath in and relax as I ask these questions again. They're important, so I don't want us to rush through to the next shiny object. You clicked on this for a reason, so let it create a shift within right now. That shift might simply be to consider a new possibility, a new way of thinking, feeling, and doing that will lead you to a life filled with more ease and vitality. So, where are you feeling discomfort, stuck, or dissatisfaction in your life right now? Your relationship with others or yourself? Not liking how tight your pants or skirts feel? Are you tired of feeling exhausted from nights of disruptive sleep and racing thoughts? What is it for you? The thought of doing anything out of our comfort zone creates discomfort, so that's why we postpone. That's the lower brain running the show. But let's get real. You're already uncomfortable, so why not choose to at least be uncomfortable in a way that will lead to long-lasting comfort? We tend to stick to what is known as it feels safer, and we think it takes less energy to do so. But it doesn't. Going through your day on autopilot, does that feel purposeful? Does that bring you peace and ease? Maybe you try to avoid thinking about it and dim the thoughts by distracting yourself with YouTube, food, Netflix, or your favorite drink. However, there are usually nattering thoughts in the back of our minds. It doesn't feel comfortable to stay stuck. So consider being willing to feel a more productive and loving form of discomfort in order to move forward and create a life that you love, not just continue going on repeat, feeling disempowered, overwhelmed, or discouraged. Taking that first step will feel shaky. Not going to tell you that it won't. But what I can confidently tell you is it will be so worth it. The quality of your life can be deeper and richer. You could experience things that you didn't believe were possible. Maybe someone needs to hear this, and that someone is you. You can love again. You can trust again. You can fit comfortably and confidently into a beautiful dress, and it doesn't have to be the little black one. You can start again. You can defy the old saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yes, you can. We can deliberately rewire our brains like I learned even more about in these past three days of training. It's never too late. You haven't missed the mark. You've just been learning more of what you do and don't want, and now it's time to decide on purpose. You get to choose if you're going to watch one day roll into the next. One more pound of mental or physical weight accumulate. One more relationship breakdown or one more opportunity passes you by. This is not a time for shame or blame. They aren't helpful or needed. I care about you too much not to courageously tell you the truth. 
My best coaches haven't been afraid to speak the truth of what they see me doing or not doing, and I so appreciate that. It's the only way I could see what I couldn't see as I was too close to the situation. I was too tied up in my story, and I was too attached to my emotions that were holding me back. So I too don't coddle you. Instead, I guide you in a loving, kind, honest, real, and compassionate way. As I mentioned earlier, I just had my mind blown for the past three days. I'm still processing one of the statements Dr. Trevetti, aka Dr. Rewire, said within the first few minutes on day one. It sure caught my brain's attention. It was an interesting twist to the I don't know outline that I had made for this episode. So I knew I needed to give it some thought and include it for you. He said, no growth happens when you say I know. My brain lit up as I thought of the truth in that statement that I hadn't really considered before. So he may have said another couple of minutes that I obviously missed as there isn't anything else in my notes. The very next line I wrote was, everything you want to do is possible. So I do think I missed a couple of sentences. But that's okay, because that statement is what I needed to hear. No growth happens when you say, I know. The very opposite of, I don't know. Interesting, but remember, there is an in-between. I'll continue to think on this, but let me leave you with one of my immediate thoughts that may resonate with you. I've talked about this before on the podcast, but hearing it again with a slight nuance is always helpful. When we say, I know, yet we don't have the results we want, do we really know? If we really know, then what is the root cause for why we haven't made it happen? What if instead we said, interesting, I thought I knew as I've read a lot, tried a lot, heard a lot, or seen a lot, but if I'm not applying what I've consumed, or I've been applying it yet not achieving the results, what might I be missing? What might I not know yet? Try to zoom out so you can look at your thoughts and actions objectively at what is giving you sustainable results and what isn't. Jot down some notes or talk it out with someone knowledgeable in this area. Okay, we've gone deep today into self-reflection. And if you're still listening, which I hope you are, great job. Being willing to feel a bit uncomfortable now will allow you to feel more comfortable later. I invite you to think about what you're avoiding or fearing or where you're feeling stuck. Where are you saying, I know that already, or I don't know why? If you want to explore any of this or another life or weight challenge, utilize my complimentary offer for an empowering 20-minute consultation. I've updated my availability until March 1st, so choose your time and then feel hope that you're about to get out of whatever kind of rut you've been in lately. One statement or a different perspective might be the needle mover you're needing right now. I know when I heard Marie Forleo talk about her mom's statement, that everything is figureoutable. It resonated with me so much that I adapted it right away. I started to practice that thought every time my brain wanted to shut down in overwhelm or frustration. If I hadn't, you wouldn't be hearing my voice right now, as my old thought was, I suck at technology. And at the first glitch, I would have stopped, stayed stuck, or quite frankly, given up. Who else might need this episode's encouragement today? 
be that kind of friend that shares some inspiration, and they'll thank you when they feel their empowering shift. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me to feeling lighter in our hearts, minds, and bodies. It's the best way to enjoy life fully and with ease. Now, do yourself the biggest favor. From love, take at least one action step from what you learned today. Knowledge without application won't give you the results that you desire. Let me know on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever, what you are choosing to do and when. And yes, please leave a podcast review wherever you are listening to this. When people read your words and can see themselves in them, then you are contributing to women empowering other women. And that feels amazing. You just might change or save a life today.